San Antonio. Welcome to Puerto SAFC. It's Matt. And Clayton is here as well. Ventura Highway. America, dude. That's about as quintessential California band. And like, I've talked with people that are that are like uh Rob, uh Khaki's husband, Rob, who's like who's straight up well, he's from Pittsburgh. He's they, from lived Pittsburgh. Out, they lived out there forever, and he's like this is what I think of when I think of Cal. This is the band that I think of when I think of California. I think of the Beach Boys. Yeah, maybe, but like, but like, this is like the the Los Angeles vibe, like oh. uh, Orange County Ventura Hi- Ventura Highway. Yes, that's what I was going for. Yes, I should have examined a little bit. So anyway, well, that's a boring old song, Clayton. It was a fired up weekend out at the stadium. But I know where you're going with that, so tell us where you're the, going well, with that. Well, the other option, and I didn't give it to you because always you let me, you're like, Clayton, you do a decent job with the music or a good job with the music. Go ahead. And I was going to give you Going to California by Zeppelin. Do you think maybe that would have been a little bit, do you think that would have been a better choice? I, I can't sing it off the top of my head. I don't know. If it was Peppy, yes, but I doubt <laughs> Zeppelin actually says the words in no, it the says, song. Going to California with an Aiken in my heart. Huh? Like... You don't know that you don't know that song. I do a soccer podcast, not a classic rock. I'm sure I do. You want, you want to play it for our listeners? You no, want to no, we're not gonna. <laughs> no, we're not. We're, we're not. We're not doing that right now. We're not doing that. Barry in the lead, but it's good to be back in the pod den. Another week of soccer, Clayton. Another week of playoffs because we won. Another week for us to do this. I know that's that's part of why, why I'm excited. I was like, man, we got another show coming, you know, and we get to get excited again, and we get to talk about some more SAFC. I know you're stressed. I think the listeners are going to hear it in your voice. A little freight around the edges. Big weekend. We had a big weekend. So um, playoff we, game. We started off with an event on Friday, and and had a great time, and. I was dra- I was dragging on Saturday, and I was worried about my, like, like I was debating like, you know the whole are you hurt or are you injured? I was having that that debate in my head, man, and, um, and I know that I was like, at a few points there I was looking at maybe being injured and not being able to make it, but all week long, uh, pod sponsor Willie Trevino and I had been working on a had been working on a. Uh, tailgate playlist to bump to to get people fired up about the game and I wasn't going to let that go by hmm. so I rallied on Saturday I rallied big time and I got out there and the crowd for the tailgate was much better than the week before really yes many many more people cooking more people under the bridge and I got there about the same time I got there about 5:30 or 6 so I had 2 hours before the game or we had 2 hours before the game and the same English guys that I never, that we never see unless playoff. Hold time. up, hold up. Is this Puto Clayton's minute by minute 
night of the event thing. Okay. Do you want to hear about me and my kids packing up the car? I don't think the listener. I don't think you want to hear that. I don't know. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're yeah. You're saying move it along. Can we F- find well, something? I want to hear content. this content. You want some content? But I want to start with the headline. Okay. SAFC three. Whoever the hell it was won. RGV. 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 Rio Grande Valley. Rio Grande Valley. I mean, that's what ended up happening. The reason you're playing a California song is because we're going to the Orange County. And we'll talk about why we're going there. You and me are knee-deep in this team, and listener Dave's knee-deep in this team, but we also send this to my co-worker and your co-worker who probably weren't at that game. Right. Probably don't know that we're maybe even the playoffs. Maybe they do if they're listening. Yeah. Playoff success. Started off with a heater at the tailgate with a playlist. I'm proud of you. You did it. And I didn't show up. So thank you. That's our, you know. Uh, Back to your monologue. I just wanted to not no, make sure that we said what and, happened. And you know, the impetus for that was sponsor, sponsor Trevino. He texted me like midweek. is like, hey, dude, let's put together a tailgate playlist, dude. Like he was on it. He was excited. And like we had done it the week before. And we talked about that the tailgate crowd wasn't all that exciting, you know, for the first playoff we, game. Sponsor but I don't, I don't know whether it was a Saturday what because this was a Saturday or what. Mm. But the vibe was was much more much more palpable out there. Well, okay. Yeah. Can, it wasn't just at the tailgates. Oh, no. Inside, there was a lot more people as well. Headline for me, say what you will, I've got points if you're a soccer geek. I've got things about players. I've got things about the team. But the headline was the crowd and the atmosphere in the game, not just in the parking lot. Clayton, for those that weren't there, i just say... It felt like olden times. I told someone today, I think that was the first real soccer atmosphere in five years. In, at an SAFC game? At an SAFC game. there, And it's all for me, one moment was the wave. From the 80th to the 90th minute, there was a Mexican wave, as they call it in England. And at one point, it was good. And it, it was, was going fast. And it was going fast. You know what? I had Houston Oiler 1980s flashbacks. Because in the Astrodome, the wave was never ending. Right. And this was the wave that was, it wasn't going to die. It was going strong. And then that cell phone thing they did. Oh, yeah. That was a thing, too. Ooh. I'd forgotten about that. Great great point there. I thought at one point there was going to be wave with the cell phone thing going on. Like cell phone flashlights? Yeah. Like, I participated, but I don't even really know what I was doing. Yeah, I didn't participate in that part. But I, I got in the, like, at first when I saw it coming, I was like, eh, but then it picked up steam, dude, and I was like, I can't say no to this. And like, because you know, like you're like, I'm watching the game here, guys. But nope. then I was like, you know what? Yeah, nope. and I got super into it, man. I when I was a kid, waves at the Astrodome was the that was the reason I went to Oilers games. I didn't really care about the football, and I was there with my son Brady and my daughter Caroline. Caroline was asleep. Brady was reading a book. They they know what they're getting into. I was not in the bubbles. That they were very into the bubble soccer. But I'll tell you what, Brady marked his page and watched the damn wave. <laughs> so that's something. Did he like? Did he ask you what was going on? Like, oh no! I was like, son, <laughs> look what's coming. <laughs> he was. Hey, he's like, I'm so proud of this moment, son. I can't tell you. I real I was like it was a father son moment. I was That's like awesome. when I was a kid, what I loved was the wave. Like screw the game, the wave was the event. That was awesome. But yeah, so the the crowd 
outside, the crowd inside. Like, as good as I've seen it, as good as, you know, it's ever been there. That was going to say, dare I say, ever. Yeah. No, I, I don't think you're off base at all. Best atmosphere at a game? Like, looking over from my seats over at the far side, like, easily the most filled there, you know, and, and like, it wasn't a bunch of military guys that they obviously had given tickets to at the last second. No. Like, there were just little pockets of missing people, and that's it. It was a, announced as a sellout. Yes, and like, a lot of times we, a lot of times we get, we kind of poo-poo that, and we go, well, maybe they're just talking about tickets sold. Well, they may be talking about tickets sold, and most of those tickets that had been sold were there. It was packed. But th- there were asses in seats. Like 90 to 95% and, full. And, and then back, back behind the goal, the uh, the beer the beer bunker or whatever, mm-hmm. like jam-packed. Like, well, that's what made the wave work is that ramp had people along the rail. Oh, that was in cool. In the dead yeah. zone. And so the wave could continue along a single file. I didn't quite see it do that. Right. But the beer bunker did the wave. Good call. Yeah. So do we want to talk... Um, do we want to go to the actual soccer? Not yet. I, I'd say the only other atmosphere I've ever felt like that in San Antonio was when the Scorpions won the championship that game. I remember it being packed and when like people were running down onto the field yeah. in a good, kind of cool way, not like in a I'm scared kind of way. I rushed the field but that I, night. I went you? down there. Hell yeah, I was down on the field. <laughs> but like, and like, but like you look around, and like the whole field is covered with people. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, and that's a hundred, a hundred and twenty yards by, you know, by seventy five yards, like filled with people. Uh, so I'd say top two, and this, but in this game, as we'll review, SAFC got out to a three nothing lead. So for the most part, it was almost academic. It was like a fiesta mode where thirty minutes to say, as long as we don't mess this up. We can party. And I want to say this about the about the crowd and the atmosphere also. I'm not going to chalk it up to any, like, advanced or, or greater advertising by nope. SAFC. Because I, I listen to sports radio in the mornings in my office, like, from maybe when I get there at 7.30 or 8 until when I, when I, whenever I leave in the afternoon. Or actually, until about noon. And, like, n- hardly any SAFC, uh, any SAFC commercials at all this season and definitely not during this playoff game and this is the furthest we've ever made it in the in the current league that we're in in the USL. Yeah, I didn't notice anything extra either, but I don't it is a little odd, huh? Yeah, like there hasn't been much advertising at all this season. It just happened. Yeah. Like we went from 3000 fans to 6000 so, to 8000 so in you, 3 weeks. Do you think that right? Means, right? Yes. And I will say this, I I got um I got a lot of emails from like the Alma Heights Sports Game Houston League, yeah, saying about discounted tickets and stuff, yeah. and like maybe all the other clubs got, got that, and and so maybe that kind of put people on notice that it was a playoff game and stuff like that. But I mean, it seemed like people were knowledgeable of what was going on, what the stakes were, and that this game was something different. Than, that, than that, how about that? That too, and although the people, you know, the people behind me were new, and they were talking about the Spurs organization a lot, like they work for the Spurs. Oh, do you think maybe they, they like, they kind of maybe encouraged Spurs Sports Entertainment people to come out or gave them tickets or something <laughs> yeah. to fill up? Possibly. Okay. Um, and it was interesting. Cause and that doesn't detract from, that doesn't no, detract but, from anything. But that, but overall, the noise people made was very appropriate. Like yes, people we clapping a, when we'd keep the ball. Yeah, we or, would have a good clearance, and the crowd would give a show of applause. Like it seemed, it seemed knowledgeable, which was surprising that people not only knew it was a playoff game, but 
Well, I know I know I've mentioned that I a couple of times throughout this year is that I'm I'm noticing more like people yelling the right things at the referee rather than just yelling at the referee like doing that like clapping at the or not I don't know not that there's any time that's appropriate but like just doing things that you see at other places around not not that they're imitating but that but that they understand I think yeah or, it, or getting a better understanding or a greater understanding it, in my section it was pretty spicy because we were uh, pretty close to the RGV section they had about 50 or 100 people in one in the far corner and that was fun because I don't know if he's a friend of the pod, but friend of ours, Ben, yeah. was leading lots of cheers against the RGV because he had a loud lady right behind him. Is he a super fan? He Would is. Would you put Ben in super fan? I almost put him in icon status, like uh, that NFL fan that was known, like Charlie or whatever his name was. Or like uh, the Jets guy. like, uh, yeah. like the, the, the uh, He's in that seat every game. Fireman Bill or whatever his name is. Exactly. He's behind the goal, yapping at the goalie every dang game. Yeah. So, and he comes over. He's come over to say hello. The, the, he, mm. he came by and said hello at the. Uh, he pays at, his respects. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. At halftime or what? No, he came over at um, for both tailgates the oh. last two, the last two weeks. I wonder if he listens. I don't know. We'll have to ask. But I mean, he, we play soccer with him, and we've told him about. He needs it. a name like <laughs> baseline Ben or whatever. Yeah. In the goal, he gives him a good time. It was really fun to watch him cheer. Good. Yeah. Good. Thank you for letting me expand on that. Because for me, that's the headline. Not only the result, but the atmosphere. Just all in all, it was a great the, night. The, like I said, the overall knowledgeable of what was going on, what the stakes were. There were people around me, like, checking the other USL scores. Ooh. Yes. And, and people were asking me, because, you know, I'm, la- I'm loud, I'm a know-it-all, and stuff like that. So I'll, like... The people will overhear me explaining, like, okay, so we'll match up with... It's not overhearing when you're shouting. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just my normal... Everyone knows that's my normal voice. And so, like, I... So, like, I'll explain it, and then then the next week, someone will ask me, like, so what happens if we win this one? Where do we go? Like, that kind of stuff, you know? And yeah. Like, and, like, in a very genuine... In a very genuine kind of way. Not like, like, let, let me wind this clown up. And so, like... <laughs> well, not only was I so excited about the game... I went home and watched the Oakland Roots end of the game. I tried to, and we couldn't get it on Willie's TV, but, so I watched it on. I watched it on his phone, but I just saw the the shootout. I didn't see. Yeah, it. the shootout. Oh, the the overtime and the shootout were fantastic. It, the well, I went fantastic. back and watched the highlights. So for the listeners, we all right. So we were playing RGV, and the winner of this is the semifinals in the Western Conference, and the winner of this game was going to play the game. On the winner of the game on the West Coast, which was the Oakland Roots, and I don't know if it's the Oakland Roots or just Oakland Roots, and Orange County. And Oakland was a number four seed, Orange County was a number two seed, and the winner of that was going to depend on whether or not we got to host the game or whether we had to go on the road. Yeah. And we'll get to and we'll get to that. Yeah. But um, but you go on, Matthew. Was at Orange County Stadium. Looked a lot like Colorado Springs Stadium, as purpose-built soccer stadium. The grass looked real tall, and, and it looked slow. But anyway, it was a fantastic drama. I won't speak to the soccer, but the drama was great. And then the shootout, which you saw. Huh? Wow! So obvious the guy was going to miss, and then you had a goalie off the line call. We'll get in the ramifications, but I just want to say for USL, all around. 
great night. I think I think the whole the playoffs as a whole playoffs. have been yes playoffs as a whole. You approve them now? I mean, last time you were saying pro rail, no playoffs. You know, I I I didn't realize I was being the curmudgeon <laughs> until I was hanging out with the English guys. And they're and I was like, "What do y'all think of playoffs?" And they're like, Ooh. "Oh, we love them. There's no better drama than a one-off game." <laughs> like, and like they were all talking about like, "Oh, this game at Wembley or this game, you know, and like in a playoff, like, why do you think the promotion game is like the the, the highest paid game in the on the planet?" Stuff I bet like the ratings that. are huge. Yeah, you know exactly. So like, um, so yeah, I'm coming around on it a little bit. I'm not gonna say I was wrong or I'm wrong in my thinking, but. Anyway, and something about that frosty air gave it a real playoff. It maybe it gave me. I already called back to the Oilers and the Astrodome. It had a football playoff feel to it. Yes, the chill in the air. And it was the first weekend of high school football as playoffs. well. Yeah, playoffs. playoffs. I mean, but in that that chill in the air just gives you that sense of anticipation that falls here. Later start the better weather. Dark. Yes, it was under the lights. It was much easier to get excited. Rather than like us being hungover from our events the night before and goes, dude, it's 105 degrees out there and the wind's not blowing at all. Yeah, when the sun's beating down, it's hot. The parking lot. It was dusty. perfect circumstances. It was a perfect setting, dude. The sunset was gorgeous mm. again. Like everything was in play for a great night of entertainment. How about that? And so let's get to that night of entertainment. Three one. Patino scored in the 24th minute. Come back to that. Patino scored in the 55th minute. We'll come back to that. 61st minute. Nathan makes it 3-0. SAFC. And can I just editorialize and say deservedly? Um, yes. Sure. Yes. Right? Yeah. Not, Not hell yeah, but sure. Yeah. And then in the 69th minute, Amo for them, whoever that is. Amoa. I think he's like one of those Ghanaian. With a PK. On a foul in the box. Yeah, by Courtney Ford. Alleged foul in the box. It was. Well, it was right in front of you. You probably have a better angle than me. It, it reminded me a lot of Friday night. What? Uh, it looked like the player initiated the contact on offense, knowing that it would come and that then he would get a foul. And I never liked that. It's like the guy was going towards the corner flag and Ford goes... To the ground. To the ball. Yeah. Oh, I see. I couldn't see, see like, close so enough. It's like he... Ford goes to get the ball, and the player puts his foot, knowing oh, that okay. Ford's going to the ball. See, I couldn't see it that well from wh- from where I was. I just never liked that. Do you know what I mean by that? It was just. It was needless for him to go to the ground there, Courtney Ford. Perhaps. That's that's my num- That's my gripe. That's you know my how, that's my gripe about it. You know how there's cynical fouls. Yeah. It's like a cynical movement by the attacker. Yes. To initiate contact. Like a NBA player. Got it. When James Harden pump fakes, gets you in the air, and then leans into you. Got it. This is a player leaning his foot to the right, knowing Courtney Ford was there. Right. And I think my gripe is Ford yeah. needs to be smarter than that there. Right? Sure. Uh, or then the, the counter argument would be, you know what? That's what makes him a good player is those instincts to go and do that kind of stuff. So, yes. Know but, where you're at. Time, place, cover. Th- sure. There we go. He didn't need to slide. Yeah. I don't think it was a bad play, but it was unnecessary. No. Yeah. it turned into And it a looked rip- worse because the guy initiated the contact. Turned into a bad play. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not pissed at him. So, going back to the... So, same lineup as the, as, as last game. Nothing, nothing... Good, good place to start. Yeah, nothing fancy. 
um, with regards to how we started, like the New exact goalie. same. Go with what go with what got you there. Same three guys in the. I'm sorry, four guys in the back, with PC on the left, and then Abu in the middle, and same lineup. Same lineup that has won how many games on the trot? You think three, four, five? Um, Colorado game would probably be the first one where we had everybody in the, in those spots. Hmm. Yes, the, the must-win game, the 3-0 win to end the season. Big. Oh, so really just the last game of the year is when this... And the playoff game, so yes. Really, because it, it used to be Dylan, and the new name on the lineup in Colorado Springs game was Patino. Yep. He scored a hat trick in the first game of the year. Yes. Went on a long journey to to the burrito stand, and you were not happy when he when he came back and was was back in the back in the starting lineup. It's clear he's back healthy. He and I, it's clear he was hurt to me. When at, at first, I he was carrying around too many lbs, and it seems like he shed some lbs like just in a couple of weeks. I'm not I'm not joking about that. It's clear to me he was hurt. Yeah, he's he was. They brought him back a little too early, but they said, you know what, we let's let's get try to get the minutes now. I'm not putting any of those words in their mouth. That's what I think. I think he was hurt. Okay. Because he was out for a long time. He did gain weight, but I think it's I think that makes total sense. Then he got back healthy. He looks like a different body. First he, go first goal. Getting buff. to the spot. Yeah. Getting to the spot, right? Quickness. Yes. Um the goals that he scored last game. The getting getting to the spot, the poachers' goals that we've talked about, the and you know what that takes that takes being fit and being like your your first your first step has mm-hmm. to be in front of the other person's first step. You have to get in a very short period of time to that spot before they get to that spot in a very short distance. Hundred percent. And if you can't, you'll never score it. Yep. And you have to see it. You have to get there, and you have to have the physicality to be able to get there. When they showed the replay of the first goal, I didn't recognize Patino. Okay. I didn't know who it was. I was like, "Who's that guy?" Because he was so buff, not buff. He, trim. He kind of came off hurt, and like, remember when he kind of came off hurt? Or remember he goes to the he goes d- down under into the bleachers, like underneath to get treatment, and hmm. then comes back and scored. And I don't remember whether it was before or after he scored. Hmm. At what point? And remember they had Dylan on the side ready to go, oh. and he and he comes back out, and he comes back. I'm like. Damn, he looks fit, man. Like I thinking the exact same thing you just said. Like you said before the podcast about Nathan. Yes, they look the, they look kind of the same now. And Nathan like when Patino first came back looked much smaller and yeah. more frail than Nathan's the, thin. Yeah. Patino came back ch- chubby. Yes. And he looks bu- like trim now. So first goal was oh, keeper error on that one. Should the keeper have should the keeper catch that ball? This oh, is the one. It's the, so the, for, for the listeners, it. Gallegos makes a run down the channel, cuts the ball back, um, has a left-footed shot on goal, and makes the keeper dive to his left. And I don't know whether the ball took a deflection or what, but he has both hands on it, yep. and it comes out of both his hands right to Patino's feet. He's right in the right spot. I'm not. Yes, right to Patino's feet, right well, in the right spot. Patino wasn't just standing there. No, he runs to the spot exactly where it deflects. Knowing where it deflects. That if the keeper that's where it's going to deflect. Up, that's too. where it's going to go. Yeah, right into Patino's path. I'll say yes. That's the only reason I made a face, listeners. I made a face. Yeah, no, I yeah. I misdescribed. I misdescribed it. It, it. it was more skillful what he did. Well, all I mean than is just it, in the right place at the right time. Right. It's it's like in, it's the poacher goal where you think it's because he was there, but he's there because he knew it was possibly going to happen. 
he can see in the future. Uh, Keeper, I don't know. You know, we were describing the fall evening with some kind of like see your breath kind of night. Yes. Ball's probably slippery. Uh, yeah, it's his fault, but it happens all the time. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, I mean, he had to dive to get his hands on it to begin with. Yeah, I wouldn't. Like, I think he like hit off the ground. Yeah, and then that's when he the, he made contact with, and so he just he couldn't wrap his hands around it. But yeah, I mean, we totally yelled at him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Give it to Ben. Maybe maybe Ben gets an assist on that one. Yeah. Oh, I'm saying, and afterwards too. I mean, of course, I was vocalizing that it was completely his fault. <laughs> but as his coach, if that happened, it's like, man, buddy, what do you say? Try. You know, he's trying to catch it. Yeah, for Maybe sure. Maybe he's getting to the other side, just parry it, and don't try and catch it. Right, but even parrying there, he's not, like, by the post where he can push it out of bounds. the power to get it far away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and maybe it, maybe the, maybe it was like he wasn't positioned right to begin with because it wasn't yeah. a rip shot. Credit to Gallegos because the keeper didn't catch it. I think, I think it took a deflection yeah. off of So the guy had dove, maybe, and then that changed the pace on it and the spin. And then that has something to do with it. But anyway, it's, you know what? That's not our fault. That's no. not our problem. Hey, it's what happens when you've got the mo. Clayton. We still have to put the ball in the back of the net. It's what happens when you've got the mo. No back of the net, no cookie. A month ago? No, no, no. Two months ago, was that happening? Ooh, no. No. Right. And Two months ago, it's Gallegos with Epps there on their own, and they're taking on four guys. And even if the the, the goalie, even if the goalie spills it, he has time to go pick it up, like yeah, scramble on it, up, pick, pick, walk pick it over, up, yeah. stroll over and pick yeah, it up. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's luck, but it's luck we made. Um, positive mental attitude by the striker and the team. Yeah, get on the front on the front foot. That's what it was. Well, oh, we we had a couple of shots very early very in the early. first couple of minutes. Yes, I hadn't even made it in from the tailgate because I was still eating steak. But you heard like the crowd go, oh, and I read, oh! I read the newspaper report that was much better this week, and it mentioned yeah, the, this correspondent was much better than the last correspondent. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, um, you know and. I was I was there focused on the game, laser focused from the from the opening whistle, and it was the whole uh, the whole like like we've talked about uh, Abu man he 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 puts things together for us man he connects things it's not ball comes out of the back and Gallegos or Epps tries to beat two or three guys and then hopefully someone can get on the edge of the box and maybe they can find them he he. Gets the ball so where guys have to come to him, and then he plays the ball to Epps and Gallegos, and then Nathan, and then the, so really there's two lines ahead of him rather than rather than there's one line, and it makes all the difference in the world in our ability to, to get forward. My note in here says Abu Key. Yeah, there we go. That's I said it in a lot of words. You said it in one. Nope, I would have said it just like you did, but since you said all that, I'll just say that. This was the trigger for me to say all of what you just said. So are Nathan and are Nathan and Patino are they the same person these days? Have <laughs> we somehow like managed because they No, Patino here's your player attributes. Patino poacher physical on the back line. On more the like last... those more like those Argentine guys, Argentine guys that we had we had last season? No. You don't think? He's not nah. like Solniak and those and, and those guys. Maybe, but on the last man trying to get behind, yeah. trying to get at the keeper's feet. Nathan's more going driving at somebody, yeah. like going going at them. Skillful trickery. Patino's better. Patino will give us a little bit more hold up as well. 
I've noticed, I've noticed him doing a and pretty Nathan's good job more, of that. If he's hold up, then Nathan is build up. Ooh, ooh, I like it. Uh, can we talk about Nathan's third goal? Yes. He spanked it. Man, that... Just thumped it. So I was asking everyone around, because I was, I was either walking back from one group of seats over to another group of seats, but I was watching, and that pop-up that he does to be able to get the shot, does he do that on purpose? Do you think like do you think like cuz he pops it over the defender's foot? Oh, that was on purpose. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. That that the little move back. to get yes, the cutback yeah. to get it onto his foot to shoot. Or do you think oh, it was cuz you know the defender's going to sweep, so you got to pop it over their foot. Yeah, or or do you think he just meant to pull it back and it just so happened to pop up over his no, foot? No, I do that move all the time. You got to pop it. Man, that was a good move. If someone's coming hard and low, you got to pop it. Right. Right? Yes, I get it. But like I'm not skillful enough to be able to going that fast one way and then pop it back up in the air maybe, the other way. Maybe I mean, caveat: this is six on six third division on a Tuesday with old people. <laughs> but I don't know. It works. It works every time. It's the whole flat. I'll throw on the brakes. They'll fly right over us. Yeah. Like straight. I'll just it's called the Top Gun. It's kind of like shooting it. I, I've learned as an old man to shoot it. Between the arm and the knee, or above the knee, right? Because you can't, you move, can't handball it. Yeah, you can't, and you can't move. You can't bend there. You know what I'm saying? Like that's where they say to shoot, like to well, by the goalie. That's where his shot went. Yeah. Did you? I swear his shot touched the shirt of the keeper on his on his chest. Because think about it, that's going to take the the most reaction time to get. You can't cover that Did spot. Did you see right? where the shot? Yeah. Like, no, it, it landed goal middle. Oh yeah. The center how how do you shoot by a goalie and it land in the middle of the goal? Right. He he didn't move his body. If he had moved his body like this, yes. it would have hit him in the stomach and yes. bounced off. But he couldn't get his arms down. <laughs> He's all awkwardville. So it was it it's was another a... that's two dirty old man tricks, man. Yeah. Pop the cut back over the foot and and then they can't hand it. You know the guy wants to hand it and it's he can't. And then just smash it right at the keepers. Of the three goals, the third goal was by far the best goal oh. and the one that we should be talking about the Class. most. And and be really the second goal was a total misjudged header by their defender, and it dropped to Patino's feet. But he still had to do the work because because you you're thinking to yourself, man, the defender is going to head this away. Mm-hmm. And then when he doesn't, it's very easy to blow that touch. Right? How often do we see that happen? But he he brought the touch down, and then boom, just. Right, right by the keeper, real quick. You raise a, a good point, like classic Patino, and it's just like the first goal. Like, oh, the keeper dropped it right at Patino, capitalizing on their mistake. It's like, oh, right at right at Patino, and I wanted to say, no, 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 where Patino guessed he might mess up. There you go, right over the guy's head. He misjudges it. How many? We're watching the U.S. men's national team. Anthony Robinson could not figure out that that Mexican right back was short. And every cross went right over his head. And every time it would go right by Anthony Robinson. Uh Uh-huh. And it's like, dude, just figure it out. Oh, great, great point. Yes. So, like, he's ready in case the guy screws up. And he knows how he's going to screw up and where the ball's going to go if he does screw up. If he does screw up, I'm there to really screw him. And he did. I mean, how often do you see that and it bounces off the forward's shin? Exactly. That's exactly the point I was making. I didn't know that was going to happen. world-class players, like... Killian Mbappe will go like will be standing there and like not ready to put the ball in the back of the net because he's like, well, this guy's a world class defender, he's not going to screw up, but they do some and and then but and so you have to take advantage of that. Is Patino like peak minor league soccer? <laughs> I mean, you know, he I don't like I don't know if it's something you can teach, can't teach. 
experience combination thereof or what. But, but would it work? In we've a higher- talked about it before, and we like we talked about it at the beginning of the season. And now we're seeing now we're seeing it come to fruition at the end of the season as well. Would it work at a higher level? I think it would. You wouldn't have as many chances. How about that? Yeah. So like the one that you do have, you have to finish not the one out of three or four. You know, like because that's been our kind of boogeyman all season was finishing chances created. Like we've been high up in the league and chances created in that statistic, but the finishing of those chances created has been very low and mm. by and by having him back obviously the numbers have changed maybe I'll just put a put it aside but I'll say it, it maybe the poacher I don't know if the poacher exists anymore in real world class first division soccer yeah that's a good point but that's a argument for another day yeah you know it exists on our team and we're glad that it does Gallegos was pretty quiet huh I mean, you know, he took the shot that the deflected off the keeper to score, but like him, you know, slaloming through thing. I don't remember a lot of his slaloming runs. This is one of the teams that likes to double and triple team him. Yeah, and their knowledge of us and for him and him, you know, that's something that like we could chalk it up to that. I think that's definitely an element of it. He he had a few bad decisions um, where he had wide open players. He had a few great slaloms. He did, but then took it then took it a little too far. Yeah. Rather than, than playing the ball across the box to like Abu or yeah. Epps or someone that's standing there like, come on, here I am, pass it. Yeah, it just wasn't quite working. But he wasn't bad. Just pretty quiet for him. If we won if I told you we won three one, you'd assume that he'd done some stuff. Yeah. And he didn't really do much stuff. Right. That's what I've got for notes. What about you? You know, um I mean just overall just a solid Solid performance all the way around. We are in once again form. the back three. Once again the back three, just cleaning house. I mean, I don't. I think they had a couple of chances. Far had to make a couple of saves, yeah. but nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. You know, like and they, they, and like they're they're very technically good, and like they just didn't have a lot of possession of the book. Like they didn't have it for long periods of time to wear us down. And stuff like that. Just a great overall performance. That's that's you know. Yeah, the D stepped up when they had to too. We are playing. Yes, we're in form. Yeah, that's as good. That's the best way to. That's the best way to put it. So what that does, then, to uh, to explain to our listeners. So the result in the other game was Orange County FC or Orange County Football Club or I don't know what their full title is. Defeated the Oakland Roots um, on uh, penalty kicks. Marshawn Lynch's Oakland Roots. Yeah, and uh, and so now we have to travel to California. There was lots of asking in the stands at the SAFC game, like how's this going to go? And I I think we were under the the mis- misimpression. I think we told our listeners last week that we would we would host regardless of who won that game, yeah. and it became news to me. And I didn't know until after I left the stadium, somebody explained to me. We tied on points for the year with Orange County, but they have more wins. And somebody explained that to me. I don't know whether it was somebody in the crowd in the in the friend of the pod Hayden explained it to our text group. That's maybe what that's maybe what it was because they had more overall wins. wins. I had assumed it was goal difference, like in the rest of the world. 
Yeah. But, but it doesn't matter. You know what? I, I can't. I'm not going to sit and go, oh, that's ridiculous. No, Whatever. It's I mean, you, it's called a tiebreaker, so it's going to be something that's kind of arbitrary, right? Like, because you're getting down to. You're getting down to little stuff, minutia. Yeah. At that point. So anyway, we are heading to California on Saturday night at. We're not. No, we're not. And, <laughs> and I made jokes about Disneyland and soccer, and oh, I you wouldn't. made jokes about Tijuana and soccer. And I wasn't and, joking. I googled flights. I didn't get that. I didn't get that far. There's I a, did Google last week about Phoenix. There's a flight out of L, out of Austin to L.A. that was cheap. But that's two cities that are not Orange County or San Antonio. But yeah, life goes on. Right. And so let's. How about for our listeners? And I'd hate to jump ahead like this, but like, so our listeners, there's no way we could host a final, right? No. It was predetermined that whoever won the Eastern Conference would be the host, or Correct. just or just both teams in the Eastern Conference had more points than any teams in the West. I do not know. Okay. But we cannot. So we're playing at Orange County in the West finals Saturday at 9 9 central San Antonio Texas time and what's at stake what are the stakes why do we care if we win that game we play in the USL Super Bowl of sorts the final game and the final is the following in the 26th is it the weekend of of Thanksgiving the 26th is the day on the ESPN calendar I believe but yes Thanksgiving weekend the final somewhere else no more home games. Bye-bye, SAFC, in person. It was great seeing all you guys out there all season. But as far as us all being able to hang out together or have a listener tailgate or anything like that, oh, it's not happening. Well, but Saturday night, okay, 8 o'clock, pregame at the Winchester in your old pretty close, pretty close to us. Pretty close to us. There's I no, mean, there's really no reason for us not to go, right, Matthew? If you triangulated your house and my house and put a place in the middle that had a bar with soccer, it would be the Winchester. Yeah. So I don't have the excuse of like, oh, I can't drive to the rim. I may walk there. Maybe I'll do a march to the match from my house. I'm going, Clayton. Eight o'clock. I'll be there. I can't 100% say that I will be there because if you're there, my fir- your first beer's on me. Oh lady. man! And you know what? If, how about if, how about any listeners of the pod that that come up and maybe uh, how about maybe any how about this any um, any listeners that come and mention uh, what the song what the opening song was we played tonight get gets gets a beer bought by by me how about that can I be a one beer. of the listener if I listen no you <laughs> you you don't count so there it is I'm throwing it out there so that's putting some pressure on me to get to get there oh. I'm, I might have jumped the gun. The Winchester is hosting the official team watch party. Yes. Saturday at 8. The yep. game kicks off at 9. Yep. Winchester, Alamo Heights, the old Lion and Rose. I thought it was closed. Apparently it's still open. It's the Winchester, and I will be there, and I hope you're there. Yeah, and if any of the listeners um, come and mention Ventura Highway... <laughs> <laughs> going to California, or how about this? You. you tell me what you you come talk to me about what your favorite California song is, oh. and we'll uh, oh. and and I'll buy you a beer over a beer. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, and your first beer is on me. Oh, thank you, Matthew. <laughs> I'll probably get some bangers and mash. Or so I went and uh, looked at Orange County's roster. So I did do a little preparation oh. for the pod. I looked at Orange County's roster for a few minutes. Now they are the team that is affiliated with Rangers. In mm. Scotland. Developmental team, huh? Um, not a lot of, like, I didn't see any players 
from from Scott. I think maybe they had one that could be maybe a starting defender or something like that. But um, they have two. Or, they have a um, they have a Danish national team player that uh, that I have seen play for Denmark uh, in the past, and they have a couple of f- two or three Finnish hmm. national team players. So it seems to be the the place for the the uh, Scandinavians, those of the fjords, to go. Well, watching the game Saturday, they have a forward or winger named Demas. Yes, D E M A. The one that, that made the last penalty kick. D E M A S. Yeah, he's like five four and fast as hell, yeah. and I think he's Haitian. Yes, he is. I looked at him with yes. his hair. Yeah, he's got the pineapple on the head. Very well said. With the hair, probably six two. Actual height five four. Then literally a pineapple on Fletch with the afro six nine six five with the afro six nine. Good catch. Uh, fast as hell and good. Yeah, I I didn't get to watch much of their game the the game and we haven't played them this season. Um, I don't know if we played them last season either. So good first, so I I would like to maybe maybe hope that this. Gallegos can do like oh, they, they don't, don't know. That. Yeah, exactly. They don't know exactly. Like maybe they see him on tape if they watch some. You know, if they watch some tape, but then that doesn't translate to man. His first step is a little quicker than you would think it is. Kind of stuff. Um, so this is the team that when we played him a couple years back. Yeah, we wouldn't have played him last year because of COVID. Right. Uh, they had like a fifteen or sixteen year old goalie. Uh huh. Who it was like a U.S. national team call up for youth. Yes. You remember that? Yes. Big gangly kid. Yes. I wonder if he's still their keeper. Well, no. Saturday. No, it's not. Um, oh. No, it's an older. It's an older guy. Oh. Yeah. I don't know where he's Ooh. gone okay. since then. So, anyway, um, I can't really tell. But they look like they're just staunch, organized, and you know, like their the their scores that I went back and looked at. They're not banging a lot into the back of the net, but they're not conceding yeah. many either. It's gonna be this one's gonna be a little bit more. A little bit more tight knit. Yeah, closely close to the vest. Yeah, kind of thing. And, and I think that there's probably going to be some more natural stressors on us as well. Where this is the first time it, since SAFC has had it, we've never played in the conference finals. Mm. I don't even think we played in the conference semifinals. Have we won a playoff game, a USL playoff game? It was our second home playoff win. So we had won one in the past at some point. Yeah. So. So, but this is de- this is the furthest we have made it. We haven't made it to the conference semi conference finals before. Yeah, and I'm thinking back to the USL preview show of the playoffs. One of their guys picked OC to win the West. Sure be- did because they had won the last five games of the year. Yeah, they, they no ties. They come in on a no heater. Losses. They come in on a heater. Just five green lights. So here's something that the two hottest teams are are matching up in the finals. Uh, the other guy over in the east, two two best teams, two number one seeds are playing against each other. Louisville, Louisville, and, and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, yeah, two number one seeds playing in the playing in the over in the east, two number two seeds in the west, but in the best form, probably. Yeah. Uh, one of the other guys picked SAFC to win. He did, west, and I so. thought that of course that was the kiss of death when it <laughs> happened. And but Here we are. but you know what. You know, so what do you want to see, Matthew? What do you want to see Saturday? I want to see a good crowd at the Winchester that can make me get a little bit of last weekend's energy. Okay. Uh, that USA holding on. Want to yeah. hold on? USA win got me so happy and so excited. 
And the SAFC win got me so happy and excited. It was like soccer glory weekend. It was really great. And, like, I spent a good portion of the weekend hungover. But I just... And, like, I'm glad those results both went that way. Because otherwise, ooh, it would have made it a dreadful Sunday. Mm. You know? I was hungover and happy both days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... What do you like to say? You know, I I very much... if I, I, I want to see us account for ourselves. Well, I don't want to see... I don't want to see. Uh, here's how I, should, I don't want to. I don't want to say what I don't want to see. I want to say what I want. Here's what I'll tell you. What I don't want to see. Wait, I you. don't want to. I know. I am. I'm gonna switch. I'm switching it. I'm not gonna tell you what I want to see. I'm gonna tell you what I don't want to see. I don't want to see something stupid make the difference. Mm. How about that? Because we've had a penchant for the stupid over the over the season, right? At the beginning, not in a long time. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I don't want. I don't want that. I mean that's that's in there. It's it's in every team, right? Every team has it. You know what I'm saying? I just want that to stay away. Just stay away. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I do too. I think this is this is a one zero. PKs or one zero. This is a one. This is a one zero game. One zero game. Not even two one. One zero. Yeah. And I'm not going to say who. Same. I will. Fuck it. SAFC is going to win one zero. <laughs> they we are. SAFC is going to win one zero. <laughs> I don't know what I, I don't have an opinion. I think zero zero PKs and I don't know who will win it. Okay. PKs are exciting though. Are you ready for some free free kicks? Yeah, let's move on to free Tuesday kicks. Tuesday night free kicks. Free kicks. Uh, brought to you brought to you by uh, Trevino Tile, three generations of trialing tiling, not trialing, tiling. And uh, maybe if you want, uh, maybe he'll make a playlist for you. Ooh. You know, while he while they while they install the tile at your house, I'm about like, to talk to sponsor Blake Smith of Blake Smith State Farm Insurance. Yeah, see if Willie's trying to take over the tailgate game for next year. I mean, he just wanted to, wanted to contribute and and have you know in playlist form have a little something. I'm and it glad was, it was we had we it was a brilliant playlist. Well, we'll I'll get him to forward it to you. Ooh, yeah. There you go. We should make it public and send it to the listeners. Yeah. Free kicks, Matthew. What what's your free kick today? Ah. <laughs> it's got to be Dos Acero. I mean, is Just there anything else to talk about? U.S. Men's National Soccer Team. That's for our, We're sharing the free kick today. So I had a free mo- kick singular. I had a moment, and you were possibly part of that moment. We were at a big fancy dinner Friday night, which is not something we do. And I ended up exactly where I thought I'd be, which is like that classic Uncle Bob at the wedding, watching the UT game in the watching the UT game at the back table in the janitor closet. Yeah, yeah, we were at the back table, and I told you at four o'clock that I thought this is where I'd end up. And what was amazing was, I I saw the first half of the game, didn't watch, and then we turned the game back on just as I almost said Landon Donovan, but it was Christian Pulisic, the new Landon Donovan, scored against Mexico. I hope you heard me wherever you were because I yelled. And then 10 minutes later, I yelled again because U.S. scored again. And what a great way to celebrate U.S.-Mexico is with our Tuesday night team huddled around a phone for 30 minutes, just waiting for the clock to wind down after the goals. It was magical. There's not a lot. There's not much more that gets me excited than the U.S. men's national team winning. Not, and not, not even beating Mexico, but, like, but then you add it being Mexico. There's really not much more... Like I needed to take a nap 
bad on Saturday, and I didn't get to watch it live, and I wasn't watching on the phone with you guys because I was particularly trying to, I was trying to avoid it. But did you avoid it till Saturday? Yes, I did, and I didn't know the score when you watched it. I didn't you know were, the score. I didn't you know your the couch score until watching seven. fake live. Yes, and like I needed to sleep so bad, but I was so into the game, my body like my body just naturally flipped the switches. Like, nope, you are watching this, and you're getting fired up about it, dude. It was awesome. It was a fantastic game. Uh, listener, friend of the pod, Tanner said it best. Serious street cred for the young kids uh, playing for the United States of America. I mean, serious street cred. Like, Mexico had, their goalie had said some, Mm. you know, like, I mean, they probably say stuff like that all the time, but we don't really normally pay attention. But for some reason, we did this time. And, and And it was something with regards to, like, when the U.S. players look in the mirror, they see... They, what they want to see is us or something like that. Like, we measure ourselves against Mexico. That's essentially what so it came out to. when we look to. in the mirror, we're hoping that we look like Mexico or whatever. Yeah, something, yes, like that. And, and you know, they had to the point where they had shirts made mocking, uh, mocking what he said and stuff like that. And, like, I mean, that's a rivalry. That's, that's something. That's not nothing. I love the confidence to make the shirt. I think it was only Pulisic. I thought there were two or three of them. There. Yeah, he, he goes in and scores with his first touch. Yes, I, this is why I teach my players like practice your celebrations. <laughs> Landon Donovan went to see sports psychologists, and they told them visualize success. Right, making a shirt that you'll show when you score is like visualizing. I'm gonna and comes in the game and makes a difference and scores a goal. Like that's not a coincidence. No, it was it was absolutely spectacular, and and. Uh, and that's what I mean by the street cred. Like young kids, like what was our, what what was the average age of our starting lineup? 24, 25? 22. something like that. I guess I guess yeah, Walker Zimmerman. Yeah, there was you know twenty four, twenty five. We'll say today it was twenty one point something. Yeah, so I don't think it was twenty four, twenty five. Like too young and stupid to be scared, and but you know what? Like going out and punching the punching the biggest guy in the prison yard and being like, "What's up?" You I've know, never like seen, I've never seen us play like that. I mean, we were the better team. We have very rarely been the better team against Mexico. Like we, Dosa Cero is a thing, but like, and and a lot of times the score hasn't necessarily necessarily reflected how the game itself has gone. This game reflected Dosa, and granted, they had chances to score. It very easily could have been two nothing for Mexico, but the whole as a whole. When you sit back and you assess a soccer match, we were the better team, and anybody that said other is just a homer or, and doesn't know anything about the game. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a dominant performance. We were better. We, and we were at a really high level. Yes. The soccer was good. It, it was. It was good quality soccer. I have never seen us play that fast and good. Trap, pass, shot, like... The mistakes were high level mistakes. Yeah, they were. Yes, we were trying to do things. You know, like even when when Tyler Adams is giving the ball away in the first half in dangerous positions, it's because he's trying to play a pretty difficult ball to someone that's then going to switch fields and then we're going to go at him. You and know, it later worked. Yes, it did. We pulled off high. I mean, pull six goal. Every part of it, the build up was high, high quality. Yeah. Whew, what a great night. Ay, ay, ay. 
And the shirt said Man in the Mirror on it. For the and, and that win, it, it had meaning as well in the, the whole, like, we jump to the top of the group. Yeah. And it kind of puts us in a, we can kind of take our foot off the pedal. Like, tonight, we drew against, uh, we drew against Jamaica. And you know what? No panic. I'm happy with that. That's fine. We're in a good spot. You win at home, tie on the road. I can't wait to go to Azteca in March. I mean, you're like you're going, right? I didn't go to Cincinnati, so you could so, so supposedly you could so that I could go to Azteca. So 100, percent hell yeah, I want to go. The, like, do you think the atmosphere will be more antagonistic than the video you sent me where they're throwing batteries at you guys and there's like the? Uh, I think it'll be worse this year. There's because they're scared. Oh yeah, so they'll, they're lashing out in, in fear. And They've anger. always been scared of Pulisic. Because he's always been a different level. But now there's a few players to be kind of scared about. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Poor Pulisic. It's still Pulisic. Poor Pulisic came on tonight, and the first four touches he had, he got fouled. Like, <laughs> like literally the first... His, we're, and I, I, I know I've said this. I don't want to say it so many times that it becomes as... So maybe I shouldn't, but I'm going to say it anyway. Like, we're going to be lucky to get him at full strength, Christian Pulisic, for this next World Cup. And... I just don't think his body's gonna hold up, man. Through it, to it for another one. I just don't think it will. Well, I but do. let's enjoy him while we have him. I do. Okay. He's injury prone, but that's just what you get. Okay. You get what you get. Don't throw a fit. All right, Matthew. I think we gave him a little bit of everything. We gave him atmosphere, attitude, a little bit of technical know-how, and what's and what's coming. Well. 54 minutes. There are lots to talk about. That was a great night. Let's um, Hopefully we see some of our listeners out there. Ooh, at, at the, the Winchester Saturday night. At the Saturday Winchester night. on Saturday night. We'll, we'll be there. Oh, we. I'm going to be there. All right, Clady. Way to not sit on that fence. And uh, I hope we win so that we don't have to do a season review episode next week. Exactly. Championship preview. And maybe us talking about tickets to Tampa. I don't know. I don't know. T- tickets to Louisville. I love Louisville. <laughs> Go get us Kentucky Tampa. hot Kentucky hot brown or some grouper. Yeah, maybe what we should if it's that, we're gonna call Chef James and get some Kentucky hot brown delivered to Woo. our house for the championship final. Alright, brother, good Buenas night. Buenas noches.